financial news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, and it is I, Chuck Morse, launching yet another week of live broadcasting right here at the Information Radio Network. The program is Monday through Friday, 10 till noon, Eastern Standard Time. 11 to 1 Central Time, which, of course, is where the Information Radio Network's new studios are in Memphis, Tennessee. I am here in Boston, Massachusetts. You're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. It's a pleasure to welcome aboard my old friend Michael D. Shaw. Michael is Executive Vice President, Director of Marketing at Interscan Corporation. And he's got a background in discussing what we might call junk science. He's also a contributor to JunkScience.com. Michael, thanks for joining me. Hey, always a pleasure, and congratulations on that heavy talkers thing. <laughs> Thank you. That was a while ago, but thanks. Well, you know. Um, yeah, what the heck. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you, uh, you're, you're, you're a researcher on, uh, on issues of junk science, which um, – you know, when I get into this issue, the thing that strikes me is how politicized science is. You know, we assume that science is an objective uh, endeavor. It's a look at the way the universe works. It's a way to understand and uncover truths so that we can build in that knowledge and improve human life. Um, and yet um, there's all this kind of, uh, you know, I would, I would say, well, first of all, junk science, I would say there are mistakes in science that are corrected. That's part of, that's a normal part of the process. But but you point out that there is literally junk science. In other words, that they're going forward with hypotheses that are dubious at best and even unprovable. Uh, give us some examples of that, Mike. Okay. Well, this really affects, <clears throat> at least as the public would see, two major areas. One is medical research. And the other is essentially everything that is publicized about the environment. Uh, The classic example of that, of course, is what's called the linear no-threshold theory. And that is basically the reason EPA exists. What that means is 
that you may have also heard it referred to as no safe level. The idea is that if a 1% solution of cyanide is toxic, uh, therefore one molecule of cyanide must be toxic. Now, what's interesting about that is that intellectually, your first reaction was that doesn't make sense. But this came out of uh, the Nobel Prize process in 1946 to a fellow named Herman Mueller, who, uh, among other things, worked with fruit flies, mutations, and x-rays. And he's the one that uh, came out with this nonsensical theory, even though he knew when he was receiving the award that it was not true. And there's, you know, mounds of data on that. Uh, now, yeah. uh, was was Mueller, by the way, just as a little sidebar here, and I don't know if this is the case, Mike, but right. Um, right. was Herman Mueller also the guy who did the experiments on fruit flies that um, were supposed to prove evolution? Well, it was, uh, I don't think that that was his specific intent, but they were certainly used for that purpose. But his main okay. claim because I know there's been, yeah, there's was been radiation uh, poisoning and so on. And, um, you know, there's, I don't want to bore you with all the detail, but the, but the fix was in. Uh, the journals were tweaked at the time, and... Uh, you know, he died with these honors, knowing that he was lying through his teeth, and and that's how it all. Yeah. I believe that's how it started. And there's there's been a lot of articles on this, but what's funny about the Nobel Prizes is that it's sort of awarded, and then uh, no one kind of cares. I mean, the 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 other great example of of a bad Nobel Prize was the Watson and Crick and Maurice Wilkins on the structure of DNA. I mean, not that they had nothing to do with it, but uh, they would have been nowhere without the result of the late Rosalind Franklin, who developed the structure through X-ray diffraction, but uh, she died uh, be because of exposure to radiation. And, of course, conveniently, you can't give Nobel Prizes to dead people. And the, uh, the infamous Jimmy Watson denied up until very recently that she had anything to do with it so so even the vaunted nobel prizes are extremely political uh, but it gives a sort of false veneer to science with a capital s you know mike the issue that you just mentioned about um watson that's that's something that's you know that's almost it's not excusable but it's understandable because it's just corruption they want to have a person show up, and they yeah. want a ceremony, and the king of Sweden wants to, you know, issue the prize. But I think there's something else going on here also in these other cases, which is that it seems like particular scientific theories get the rewards in advance. It's almost like, um, and, and, and I'm using global warming as a classic example in our own times, that there's an enormous amount of funding that goes into it. There's a lot of financial interests that, for reasons that I don't claim to understand, want to prove this theory. The uh, Obviously, the scientists are corrupted by the money, and they're no also doubt. corrupted by the fame because, because the guys who go along with it 
are the ones who get all the all the awards, and the ones who do not go along with it get brickbats. And and then eventually the whole thing culminates in a shelf full of awards, including Nobel prizes. So that's to me a much more serious matter than whether or not they want to have, you know, someone take credit for something that's actually legitimate science. And it, it, it basically corrupts the process, and it gets away from what we conventionally hope science is, which is an objective look at the facts. So I guess that given, given that, putting aside the question of whether there's validity to global warming or not, right. it, I think it's been generally acknowledged that it is tainted by politics. There are people who have interest in emphasizing it and presenting it as true and de- demonizing its opposition. So... My question to you, Mike, as someone who's sort of was a reporter on these issues, is why? What is it about global warming that these uh, well-heeled establishment types what, that they want this? I mean, what do they get out of it? Well, in the case of, of global warming, it's it's sort of simple what they what they get out of it. I mean, it it comes down to government control, and it comes down to the cliche, which is provable every day. Scratch a liberal, reveal a Nazi. I mean, if there really is man-made global warming, then the the wonderful government, you see, has to be rolled out to prevent this. So it's more and more power, more and more opportunities for corruption, uh, very much like Obamacare. You know, if you were one of Obama's buddies, you were exempt right from the get-go. So there are just massive amounts of money and corruption opportunities uh, that are available uh, and, and by the way, I should point out to your audience that, and since there's very poor science education in the U.S., uh, they should realize that whatever, quote, science is being used on global warming is not empirical science. I mean, you understand that. It's all modeling right. based on front-loaded assumptions. Uh, right. And, and that's become worse since the advent of the computer, too, by the way. Because right. now they do these whole, um, yeah. So, so the the problem there, not to go off on a tangent about, it, but the problem there is that now <clears throat> you really don't have to do classical science anymore. Uh, you just accumulate a bunch of data, throw it into the statistics machine, and come out with whatever conclusion you want to come out with, corrupt as it may be. Uh, there's countless, countless examples of this. I've written about. I don't know, dozens of them. And the trouble is that uh, you're going up against a large establishment. Uh, A couple of years ago, I was on an NPR show, and I always get called during the winter because apparently I have the only article on the entire web that questions this notion of radon poisoning in your home and all all this kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So there was some guy named Ira Flatto, who was the, quote, science guy on NPR, and he was going to debate me about it. Well, he then goes, I mean, I was even surprised that he never even heard of the linear no-threshold hypothesis, which is what's used for this radon thing. In other words, if you have two picocuries of radon in your house, apparently you're going to get lung cancer. The fact that that's never happened ever doesn't dissuade these people and the fact that if you want to get rid of radon you just have to ventilate your house uh 
you know, so it just created a mass amount of, of control. So instead of debating the science, uh, Iris said, well, what, do you think radiation is good? Why don't we just concentrate radiation in the house? And, you know, all this kind of absurdity. Because, right, uh, you know, right. and You're I distracted. I mean, he was exposed as, as being very ignorant on this issue. Yeah. But right. I mean, and, and he used the classic tactic of trying to turn the tables and change the subject. Um, but, um, you know, the other thing with, with the global warming theory, I mean, right. and again, maybe I'm putting on my tin hat here and I admit that. And I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. This is a theory of mine. But to my way of thinking, the fact that it's so pervasive in the establishment to the degree that you've got the president of the United States, you've got former presidents, you've got world leaders and prime ministers all, you know, signing on to this thing, except, by the way, interestingly, Australia, which is threatening the whole apple cart by not signing on. You've got U.N. conferences, you've got. Glow Agenda 21, you've got all the sort of internationalist infrastructure, both governmental and non-governmental, that is on board with it. It kind of makes me wonder if this isn't the, the whole idea that, that because we're not having world wars, because we're not having massive depressions, because we're not having massive starvations, we are basically being told that we have to fear the weather. That, in other words, the weather is going to destroy the world and that this is a classic case of Chicken Little. I mean, oh, the sky is falling. You know, I was at a um, actually a conservative conference many years ago in Washington, hmm. uh, the uh, the one that the the, legend, the Alec conference, which is a, a combination of the states. And there was a pres there was a presenter there for global warming, who came out with really dire predictions. You know, he said we're all going to have to stay inside with air conditioning by the year you know twenty twenty. That the world is warming and, and, and scared the you know what out of everybody. I mean, you know, some people were angry about it, but everyone else was like just, you know, t w terrified. And we know that those figures are bogus. In fact, right. we know now that the world has been cooling since the 1930s. That's come out recently, and that we're actually in a cooling stage. So, so instead, they changed the word from global warming to climate change. We're still supposed to fear the weather that this is the new revolution in a way. This is the new crisis. And um, I don't know if you've ever, Michael, heard of the Iron Mountain Report. No, no. What is the Iron Mountain Report? The Iron Mountain Report was issued by the Hudson Institute. Well, I'll tell you about it when we come back. Michael D. Shaw is my guest. We're talking science fraud. We'll be right back. This is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 
1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Today, most people are more likely to get a pay cut than a cost of living raise. But I have good news for you. You can build your own golden parachute. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, and I think you'll find that the three-step plan home business system is a great solution to money worries. With a three-step plan home business, you can add to your income in your spare time. Many build their businesses into a full-time income that earns more than a regular job. That's a pretty good financial backup plan, don't you think? After all these years of hearing about us, you know that we have helped a lot of people earn extra money we could help you too. The three-step plan home business system is better than a parachute because we'll never leave you out there hanging. We'll train you and show you how to use the telephone and email to make money from home. Don't just worry about money. Do something about it. To find out how you could start making more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? <laughs> yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily get the cash you need, up to $1 million with no collateral, no app or upfront fees, and your credit rating is not a factor. Plus, approvals in 12 hours and five in two to three days. Call the Business Funding Group at 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. This is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get. Call 1-800-684-5434 now. Whether it's a serious fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. When you have a heart attack like I did, and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going to a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-800-304-3912. That's 1-800-304-3912. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure, 1-800-304-3912. Chuck Morse. Thank you very much. And my guest is Michael D. Shaw. He's the Executive Vice President, Director of Marketing at Interscan Corporation. He's a contributor to uh, Dark Secrets, JunkScience.com. 
Uh, Michael, I was talking about the Iron Mountain uh, Conference. Uh, basically, it, it occurred at the Hudson Institute in uh, New York, upstate New York, in the 1960s. After a meeting, after a meeting for three years, they published a book uh, called the Iron Mountain Report hmm. that was uh, yeah, claimed to be fictional, but uh, the, the authors of whom are not known. It was generally said that one of the major contributors to it was Harvard economist uh, John Kenneth Galbraith. And basically, what it what it purported was that um, that in order to create the necessary political conditions that would result in a move toward a socialistic order in the world, there would have to be a crisis, and that since war was not a good idea, and depression, there would have to be two things that there were two things that they recommended that would cause people to surrender sovereignty and and basically uh, give in to this world order. And they were either the fear that there was global warming, that the world was about to burn to a crisp due to human, you know, uh, carbon dioxide, or space aliens. <laughs> and that, that, that uh, I, you know, I think that there's reason to think that this is what's going on here. You mean otherwise known as hobgoblins? Right, that's right. Yeah, uh, and and that didn't that didn't fly. So they're working they're working the angle of um, the world is going to burn to a crisp unless we surrender our sovereignty. Well, I mean the the it's it's very easy and glib for me to say that uh, basically ignore a hundred percent of everything an environmentalist tells you, but you know your audience is going to have to realize that the three biggest issues of the green movement have been the population bomb removing DDT and global warming. Well, the population bomb ended up being a complete joke, uh, but the biggest joke was on us because Paul Ehrlich is still somehow respected, uh, despite being revealed to be a blithering idiot. So go figure. Uh, DDT and Rachel Carson was a total fiasco, uh, resulting in millions of deaths, but since it was deaths of Africans, nobody cared. And then you have... Global warming, uh, which now called, of course, climate change, and there's a pattern here that people are very reluctant to take up because then you you have to say, well, wait a minute, you mean that they're lying to us and they're making all this up? And again, you have to be very careful when you talk about this; otherwise, you do look like a, a, a tinfoil hat guy. Uh, but it's hard not to be a tinfoil hat individual uh, looking at this and the other manifestation. I mean, we could talk about environmental nonsense for the next 10 years, but the other aspect of junk science, which affects people more directly, is medical junk science uh, that primarily promotes fear, uh, the overuse of Mm -hmm. procedural medicine, and, of course, the overuse of pharmaceuticals. Uh, the biggest example of right. that, of course, is statins. Uh, right. And it, it, the whole cholesterol theory of heart disease, which your audience might be interested in knowing that as early as 1964, the American Heart Association knew that that was a bogus theory, but the money was good, so what the heck. Uh, right, and now they've admitted it on the cover of Time magazine after all these decades. Well, you're right, and and this, of course, is one of the arguments I got into with Ira Flatow, 
that 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 he being you know sort of an academic bubblehead is very uh, fond of saying things like science self corrects. I said, well, that's very nice, Ira, but what about all the bodies on the ground in the meantime? You know. Yeah. What about two decades of people making a fortune off of a fraud and right. as you say, I mean the deaths and the the terrible consequence. And, you know, the thing about this, and I'm sure, you know, Michael, you've noticed this, is that when you wrap something in the flag of science, when you cloak it into science certainty, it's very difficult to refute it because then you're called anti-science and you're called, uh, you know, that, there's nothing worse. It's like somebody who's denying reality. And uh, I would argue, and I don't want to get into this topic because it's too broad, but the first real science hoax was was the theory of evolution. And anyone who disagreed with it, was called the worst possible names and still right. is. Um, but there's no proof of it. I mean, it may be true, but there's, it's not a proven theory. I've argued this with scientists on this program. I don't know if you've heard those programs. And they scream at me and yell and slam the phone down. But at the end of the day, they, they cannot provide a shred of proof that, uh, that a species evolved into a superior species through breeding, well, yeah, which I is mean, what the theory is. You're, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, this is where science falls apart, okay? Uh, evolution was All right, we'll be right back, Mike. we got to take one more quick break here. We'll be back. Pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-818-5715. 5715. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800 818 5715. 800 818 5715. Did you know that just by losing 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%? Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ILikeHowILook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ILikeHowILook.com and watch the short video. ILikeHowILook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and it burns fat like a blowtorch. I've introduced this to some of my friends, and within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pant sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com, and maybe soon you'll be saying, I like how I look. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much, Michael D. Shaw is my guest. We're talking about the workings of junk science um, and the uh, the dangers that it, it poses. Uh, Mike, you were talking a bit earlier about um, medical junk science, 
right. and you specifically mentioned statins. Could you elaborate a little on that? I, I have some friends who take statins. W- what is that all about? Okay. Um, it was tied into, well, it is tied into the cholesterol lipid theory of heart disease. So the idea of statins was that it can, you know, I'm oversimplifying here, we can mess with your liver to control the production of cholesterol. Well, the trouble is, at at the get-go, that is a very bad idea because cholesterol is, there's much more cholesterol manufactured by your body than ever comes through the diet, but the point is it's used extensively in the brain and there are other secondary uses in the body. However, the FDA approval of all the statin drugs is based on lowering the statin level, uh, sorry, the cholesterol level in the blood, which indeed it does. However, none of those drugs have ever claimed to reduce heart attack risk. The, the drug is safe and effective, according to the FDA, for lowering the cholesterol level, which is basically a pointless and stupid exercise, but it sells a lot of drugs. Now, the other problem is that there are tremendous side effects with statins. The most usually reported has to do with extreme muscle pain. Uh, there's also cognitive issues, not surprisingly, since cholesterol is very important in your brain. And the other interesting thing with statins is it, it's also proven uh, to increase your blood sugar. So there's a whole litany of fairly nasty side effects, which are all excused away by this notion that, well, you know, that's all right because what we're doing is preventing heart attacks, and there's absolutely no data except in the case of people with already advanced heart conditions where these drugs have ever been shown to have any efficacy whatsoever. So it's a total scam, and uh, at some point... It's dangerous. Yeah, I mean, if you have someone on the drug, they should stop taking it, because I, I virtually guarantee you that they have been experiencing these side effects to one or to a greater or lesser extent. Well, well Mike, the uh, the drugs are taken because, you know, by conventional wisdom, they lower cholesterol, which is supposed to be good. Um, is it? I mean, isn't it not appropriate for people to lower their cholesterol if they have high cholesterol? And if so, are there better ways and alternative ways to do it other than statins? Well, if if lowering cholesterol is important, there has to be a reason for it. All right, but there's absolutely no data that supports the fact that cholesterol is related to heart disease, and no no one less than the guy who headed up the Framingham Heart Study for 20 years admitted to that. So, uh, but this has been the ultimate medical hobgoblin, and uh, it's it's so in, ingrained that. If you tell a patient to get off statins and he dies of a heart attack, that's malpractice. The fact that the statins may be causing other conditions doesn't matter. So this is so over-the-top bad. Right. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, it sounds, things, it sounds very sinister. Yeah. Well, okay, one of the, the obvious things on statins is, which should have thrown it out decades ago but didn't, is there's no dose response on the drug. In other words, what little benefit has ever been reported, which is against placebo, maybe 2 to 
is not dose response. In other words, if someone's cholesterol went from 400 down to 150, or if it went from 200 down to 150, it had nothing to do with the with the dose. So obviously there's there, there there's something else going on with that drug, and they think that it may be an antioxidant problem. Okay, we'll be right back, Mike. We got another break here. Mike Strong is my guest. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated. He's the author of books and numerous columns that have been published broadly. Chuck received the 2003 Communicator of the Year Award and was named a heavy 100 radio talk host by Talkers Magazine. When Chuck Morse speaks, people listen. The taking possession of this tiny holy land so that the, the Jew can serve God, not conquer the world. To hear Chuck live, go to irnusaradio.com. To hear Chuck with Deborah Ray on Truth Talk Beyond the Soundbite, visit the on demand page at deborahray.us. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. By losing 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ilikehowilook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ilikehowilook.com and watch the short video. ILikeHowILook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and it burns fat like a blowtorch. I've introduced this to some of my friends, and within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pant sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com, and maybe soon you'll be saying, I like how I look. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. much and my guest is michael d shaw he's a, a science junk science commentator mike you've also written on the uh, israel gaza war and uh, speculated on um, 
why it is that the left is supporting Hamas all over the world, including right. even the Jewish left. What say you with regard to that? Okay, well, I, I guess it goes back to uh, what you might call tikkunola, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, that uh, there is a Jewish tendency, and this is the Jewish part of the left, but in general, the, the, the left, uh, uh, because people are basically lazy, uh, tends to look for victims and causes. So when, when Marx started out, it was the oppressed workers. And then around 1964, it became so-called civil rights. Uh, and then it was gay rights. And then it was, you know, there's always a hobby horse. So now that Israel is so successful, therefore, by definition, they're the oppressor, and the Palestinians are the victims. Now, I realize that makes no sense, but that, in the mindset of the left, is how it's done, because it's so much easier for them to think about oppressors and victims rather than reality. So, this Well, creates- you know, I mean, that's certainly part of it. I mean, I think that's a big part of it, and um, putting aside the realities, as you say, yeah. which is that the vast and oil-rich Arab and Islamic world is much more powerful than Israel, which has no oil and very little money, right. very tiny, even though it is successful. But um, I think that there's another dimension to it, and I think it's um, it, it has to do with the fact that uh, it's the same impetus that's against the of the left that's that's anti-American, that is anti-capitalism, which is to say anti-success. They despise successful people. Um, it's anti-Christian in terms right. of they despise Christian believers. And, and I think it's, a, it's really something that goes to a basic belief, which is one that is against Western civilization. I mean, they're against, uh, they despise Judaism because it's the font of Western civilization. And Christianity, of course, is the flower of Western civilization. The United States is the manifestation of that civilization. Very good. And they want to tear these things down because they stand in the way of socialism. All right, we'll be right back. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Author, journalist, and American patriot. This is Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much, and my guest is Michael D. Shaw. Michael, we're talking about the um, the Israel-Gaza conflict, and um, 
why the left, including the Jewish left, supports the enemy in that conflict. They support Hamas. And you even have Obama now trying to force Israel to uh, stop destroying Hamas and uh, allowing them to regroup. And by the way, this is the first time that Israel has had open Arab allies. I don't know if you noticed this, but, but Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and the United Arab Emirates are supporting the Israeli position. Even the Palestinian Authority is supporting the Israeli position, which is to go in and finish up the job and, and mop up Hamas and, and flush out those rat's nests underneath the city with all those tunnels and take out the missiles. Um, I think but, that, but in the broader sense, yep, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that this Western civilization thing is a very good point, and it's a point that few people make, uh, because immediately this draws in why, you know, the Islamic element uh, is so important, because it's anti-Christianity. And uh, what's sort of amusing from a detached point of view is it's very easy to be against Western civilization when you're part of it, you know. But I, I wonder how these people right. would do if they were thrust into a uh, fifth world environment. Uh, well, you know, so one of the ironies of the whole thing, Mike, is that the, the main warriors against Western civilization, against American exceptionalism, against Israel, against believing Christians and Christian states in Europe, against capitalism, are the wealthiest people in the world. You know, what the uh, Occupy Wall Street movement called the top 1%, what Elizabeth Warren calls the millionaires and the billionaires, of, among she's one of them. <laughs> these are, these, you know, these, these people are the ones who are financing and, and, and uh, promoting this anti-Western view. You know, it wouldn't be happening if it wasn't for them. It's very strange. Well, per perhaps some of it is based on guilt. Maybe that is is a place where where, where, where some of this uh, uh, comes from, because it you know it's very easy to be the classic limousine liberal and complain about this that and the other while you're sipping your latte or whatever cliche you want to use, but it comes out to I think guilt and self hatred to some extent. Uh, they don't think that they're worthy of these things that have been thrust on them and. Certainly, that's true of the Hollywood crowd. But someone like uh, well, they probably Warren, aren't worthy, and they probably are guilty. But why take it out on the rest of us? Why take it out on, by destroying an opportunity for the rest of us to become successful based upon our achievements? Well, why because, would they go into war against? Commiserate. You know, then they really become guilty. They're guilty of supporting terrorism, and and they're guilty of supporting you know Stalin and Mao and all the other people, Castro. I mean, all the other movements that they got behind. Well, maybe it I mean, you know, they want to talk about so. guilt. Why, why are they? Why are they burdening even more guilt on themselves? They probably are guilty. Uh, it, it <laughs> I mean, putting that aside, I don't know. Lack of, of of charity, also. I mean, if you look at the Barbara Streisand types, uh, she's always talking about, well, you know, you got to support the government to do this and that and give more and give more. But Barbara, you know, what about personal charity? And and you find, for the most part, there's some exceptions. That these people don't give anything, that they're all about. Oh, I know. We we have to be extorted by the the, the government to to do this, and it's just a. Uh, it, it comes down to guilt. Uh, I think Elizabeth Warren is a great example because how did she go uh, from a third-rate New Jersey law school to being on the Harvard faculty, 
And, and, and why? She lied about her ethnic background. Well, indeed. She, she defrauded Harvard is how she did it. She is guilty. She's a complete fraud. She lied about her background by claiming to be a person of color right. and fooled Harvard and embarrassed Harvard uh, by getting tenure. Then she ends up with a $375,000 a year salary to teach one class. Her husband also gets a $375,000 salary also to teach one class. They get a house for free, and they get interest-free loans and a bunch of other perks thrown in. So that's why she's guilty. Well, she really is guilty of fraud. I mean, why? that's a walking scandal. <laughs> of course, but why does she use the name of a guy that she divorced in 1978 as her surname? I, I have no idea why. Well, no, I, I'm posing the, the question. I have no <laughs> idea. I mean, I mean, how I mean it's just another example of some phony. Look, I mean, the woman made a fortune flipping, flipping mortgages in Oklahoma City, making right. herself and her family rich. Then she goes on representing Dow Chemical, which you think the left would hate, and a multinational chemical corporation who were trying to screw over women who had had breast implants and who were getting toxic shock. These women are now dead. You know, they're crying out from the grave. And this is the great, you know, the great leader of women. This is supposed to be a great feminist. Anyway, we'll be right back. Don't get me started on Elizabeth Warren. is a special news alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers on back taxes, resulting in back taxes reduced by thousands of dollars. An open phone line has been established by Federal Tax Relief for consumers to call and see if you qualify for this reduction. To ensure your financial stability during this decline in the economy, take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call one 800 43 that's 1-800-432-0360. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, there's no need to fear anymore. The IRS is now accepting reduced settlements from consumers, resulting in tax debts reduced by thousands of dollars. For your free information and to see if you qualify for your reduction, call the Federal Tax Relief Hotline, 1-800-432-0360. 1-800-432-0360. That's 1-800-432-0360. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. And Michael D. Shaw is my guest. Michael, if you would like to stay on with me a bit into hour number two, I, I, I'll continue a little bit more on Elizabeth Warren. Um, you know, I know something about her. She's here in Massachusetts. Yeah, one of my favorite topics with the uh, Focahontas, uh, I think that, let me just say this, okay, how did she get on Harvard? I think Harvard wanted to be fooled, okay? And and stay with me on this for a second. What a great uh -huh. thing to do. I don't, you know, if you want to say you have an American Indian on the staff or a Native American or whatever you want to call them, but you know what? We don't want those smelly ethnic actual Indians when we can get this blonde, clean lady to masquerade as this. So wink, wink, nod, nod, hate. If she says she is, that's good enough for me. I think you might be right in that Harvard um, has a has a good share of blame in it. Although they were embarrassed and they came out against her in the Boston when when asked by the Boston Globe and the Boston yeah. Herald, 
in front page articles. I mean, it was yes, a, it's a black shocked. eye for Harvard. Shocked. Yes, right. Yes, I, don't I mean it's a, it's it's and and you would think that the left, which is supposed to care about affirmative action, that they would be perturbed that it had been defrauded in this case and in others, not just Harvard. She did the same thing at UPenn. Right. She claimed to be um, she claimed to be a woman of color, and she was listed in a in a national um, feminist. Uh, intellectual periodical as a woman of color, which uh, did stories. I mean, you'd think they'd be embarrassed by this. I mean, even if she had 132nd percent Indian background, which is what she claims, that is not by the laws of affirmative action. This may sound bizarre, but they actually have these rules of, right. of what what percentage of blood you have to have in order to be considered a minority. I mean, can you imagine that going on in this country? But putting that aside, even by those rules, she does not qualify as a minority. And, in fact, the Cherokee Nation is furious at her. She will not talk to them. She's avoided them. They feel that she's a fraud because she defrauded them, and rightfully, of, of uh, getting a position at Harvard, you know, well, with, with a I legitimate you, Native American. I think you raised the point at the beginning of the set. Okay, if the, if the left cares... All right, we have to take a break. Michael, stay with me. We're going we're gonna to go to the top of the hour. Michael D. Shaw is my guest. He's been gracious enough to stay on in the second hour. We'll be back after this. Money on gas and get paid to do it. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby with the three-step plan home-based business system. Gas was only about a dollar a gallon when I started the three-step plan. Today, thousands of families are working from home, driving less, and earning extra money with their own home business. Go to 3stepusa.com. Hi, my name is Garen. I'm from Missouri. I heard about the 3-step plan. I checked into it. It's changed my life. I get to stay home instead of driving 50 miles a day to work. I finally paid off a bunch of debt. The 3-step plan has worked for me. Most 3-step plan members work part-time using the telephone and the Internet to build their business. Our tried and proven home business system can give you the tools and training you need to build your own home business. Do something now. If you'd like to check out the 3-Step Plan, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. That's 800-480-2102. By losing 10 pounds, you could reduce your risk of heart disease, diabetes, and arthritis by a whopping 50%. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby from ILikeHowILook.com. I have found something that could help you lose 10 to 15 pounds in the next 30 days without starving yourself or exercising to exhaustion. Just go to ILikeHowILook.com and watch the short video. ILikeHowILook.com uses hydrolyzed collagen protein to help you lose weight and tone up. They also have a thermogenic capsule that could curb your appetite, improve your mood, give you more energy, and it burns fat like a blowtorch. I've introduced this to some of my friends, and within just a couple of weeks, most were losing weight and dropping dress and pant sizes faster than they could buy new clothes. So watch the video at ilikehowilook.com, and maybe soon you'll be seeing I Like How I Look. Boston conservative in the cradle of liberty. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. 
Thank you very much. Hour number two of Chuck Moore Speaks, Monday through Friday, 10 till noon. Eastern Standard Time. Here at the Information Radio Network, you're welcome to join the program, 844-439-1391, 844-439-1391. Michael D. Shaw has been gracious enough to stay on into the second hour here. He's the Executive Vice President, Director of Marketing at Interscan Corporation. He's a contributor to uh, JunkScience.com and writes uh, articles about science. Michael, we were talking in the final segment of the last hour about Elizabeth Warren. Right. This fake, phony fraud. The, well, um, and, yeah, go ahead. Okay, well, at the, at the very end of the last hour, you made the point that you're surprised because the left cares about affirmative action. And let me have you back up earlier in the program where you spoke for a few seconds about the subject of evolution and how uh, people get catatonic and, and hang up on you. And it's, it's sort of the same thing. In other words... The, the left is, is nothing more than a series of ticket-punch superficialities, okay? The fact that the, the ticket was punched at Harvard Law for having an Indian on staff, uh, who are you to be a killjoy now and say that she isn't? Because you know what, Chuck? They don't really care. Once you've filled that column, that's it. And now we can go on to the next thing. I mean, if they thought about any of their programs, they would come to an end. Does the left not care that $28 trillion have been spent on poverty programs? And you know what? We still have poverty. So No, they've gotten fat off of it. Who do you think got that trillion dollars? I mean, it went into the pocket of all these cottage industries that have cropped up around the poverty program so that they can manage the problem that they perpetrated. So I think that Liz Warren was able to capitalize on this because uh, she was uh, given the crown of, of being put on there as the, as the Indian uh, representative. And, you know, the fact that the Cherokees and, and many, many other uh, Native American groups spoke up about it, it didn't matter. What do they know? Okay. We're the left, and we're the arbiters of all that is right and good. And never, you know, pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Liz Warren is great, and that's that. And now we'll go on to global warming. Well, you know, Michael, I think that, uh, that, that first of all, putting aside the question of affirmative action and whether or not Harvard should be promoting somebody because they have enough drops of blood of an ethnic background that qualifies them, and that we would even be doing this kind of thing in this country, looking at people's, you know, you know this is what the Nazis were into. I mean, it's, uh, I find it to be quite, yeah, I mean, it's quite bizarre. But putting all of that aside, right. I think that by Elizabeth Warren having lied about her ethnic background, it did embarrass Harvard. Um, and I think there were people at Harvard who were very angry about it, but um, they could not reveal whether or not she actually checked off the uh, the uh, minority checkoff because that's confidential and she will not release that information. She refuses to do that. Okay. Nobody seems to call her on that. And uh, and it's been a black eye for Harvard, but nevertheless, she was she was also there because she's an insider and she's a fixer. And while being at Harvard and getting three hundred seventy five grand a year for teaching one class, 
She was also practicing law out of her Harvard <coughs> office, uh, which, by the way, she did not have a law license to practice in Massachusetts, which is something that the state decided to overlook. And she was taking cases from these huge multinational corporations, these millionaires and billionaires yeah. that she rails against. And not just Dow Chemical, a chemical company that could screw women who were trying to get settlements with their toxic shock syndrome, but also Travelers Insurance, which had a lawsuit by uh, employees of John's Mansville uh, Industrial Complex for asbestos poisoning. Uh, they were able to, she came in as the insider, as the fixer. She got about a quarter of a million dollars in a, in a check from them to set up this separate fund so that they could get peanuts. Uh, and many of those people are now dead or they're sick and they, they cannot get justice. They're not getting to a return on the insurance policy that they paid for all of their working life. And there are many other examples. I mean, she screwed over a union. She was paid, you know, by by another multinational corporation to uh, to screw over union members who were trying to get somewhere. And in fact, she was criticized for that by the late Senator Ted Kennedy. So, you know, you have here this strange disconnect between the realities of what, if she was conservative or she was not on the left, she'd be called a greedy corporate hack, and, and the fact that she mouths these left wing platitudes about. Um, you know, going after the very self-same people that she's a part of. Well, here's the here's the problem, isn't it? This is why it's good for guys like you to have this forum, Be, because uh, rational thought has been removed. In, in, indeed, the language has been destroyed. Okay, because because the left's response to you is, "Chuck, you're a hater," and that's that. You see, so uh, under Catholic theology, you may be interested to know that the destruction of language and communication is basically a mortal sin. Because this is a gift from God that's now being perverted. This is no, this is no better uh, than, than pornography. Because you're using the gift of speech and communication to portray or, or to stop uh, rational discourse. And uh, unfortunately, the people who, who subscribe to the left are very happy with their platitudes. They never want to discuss anything. And uh, given a relatively ignorant public, this is how it, it thrives. Until that time that your own wallet is being hurt, then it could fall down like a house of cards. When that's going to occur, I can't predict. So, I didn't think that this phony Elizabeth Warren, this corporate hack, this this limousine leftist, would ever make it outside Massachusetts, where you have a bunch of morons and lemmings. But due respect to my fellow citizens, <laughs> who are willing to goose goose step along with this thing, it's a more. I am mortified that they elected her. I apologize to the rest of the nation for having foisted this phony on, on the nation. But I am really appalled that she's actually making headway outside the Massachusetts. I didn't think that um, the rest of the country would, would buy into this crap, you know, would fall for this utter charlatan uh, from a left perspective. I mean, this complete idiot, this complete phony, it's a fraud. I mean, this whole but, thing but, but dear, is, dear is one Chuck, massive hoax. Uh, Obama was elected twice. 
FDR was elected right, yeah. four times, okay? Um, uh, there's a certain appeal uh, that, that these candidates have because it makes you feel good about yourself, you know, that she's an Indian who was on, and she, she, got, she was able to get against all those uh, old white men at Harvard and got onto the faculty. And I realize it's all nonsense, but it's such a great fairy tale well, that, that's my point, Mike. I mean, there, there are people who actually you could point to who did these things. Elizabeth Warren is not one of them. Right. She's not even this, any of those things. She's a fraud. I mean, this whole thing from a left perspective, I mean, I'm shocked that the left would be able to hold their noses and look the other way to such an extent that they're able to weave this really bizarre story around this person, you know, in wholesale. I mean, she actually has a book out about herself now where she doesn't, I mean, talk about a fabrication. She doesn't even mention in the entire book this whole business about her Native American background. She's gone back to being white now. Right. She doesn't mention it. It doesn't exist. So she's changed that over, even though she was Native American during the campaign for, for U.S. Senate. Well, now, you know, I want to get into one more thing about Elizabeth sure. Warren that's even more troubling than anything. Oh, wow. And that is that she was... Oh yeah, I mean she was paid while she was at Harvard getting her three seventy five grand for teaching one class. She was paid by you and I, the taxpayers, six hundred bucks an hour to create this federal agency called the Consumer Financial oh, Protection right. Bureau. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and this is in fact what the left is swooning over this agency, and uh, Obama had enough common sense to not appoint her as the head of the agency. He, always, he, he, he went over her, mainly because he probably knows all about her fraud and he didn't want to get stuck with it. But the fact is that this agency, people don't know much about it. First of all, it is not funded by Congress, which is the conventional means of funding federal agencies. That way they're under the auspices of Congress, and Congress, as the elected body of the people, have a say in what they do. Instead, they are completely funded by the Federal Reserve. Now, the Federal Reserve, which is a quasi-governmental agency that's privately owned, is owned by the very self-same millionaires and billionaires that she's railing against and that this agency is supposed to regulate. So it's actually a, a cat's paw of Wall Street. And furthermore, the agency has sovereign powers to go into companies that they feel are in some way uh, against the law, and it's a very vaguely defined laws, and they can go in, they can seize documents, they can shut the place down, they can, you know, put take out computers, they can they can do all sorts of things, and are doing those things to private companies, um, and and uh, you know it's it's a very troubling development in that it's a it's much more of a direct incursion by a, a federal agency that's not even accountable to Congress um, into the private sector than anything that had previously occurred. And the whole reason of its existence, its whole function, is not something that um, that's well-defined at all, but yet it's had a chilling effect on business and on the ability of businesses to function because they don't know from day to day whether or not they're in compliance with some of the tens of thousands of laws that are being created, and whether or not they can be seized and incurred upon by this agency. Uh, the Nazis would be so proud. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. it's outrageous. And this is, her, this is her main 
great and glorious accomplishment. This is what the left is swooning over. I was at Netroots Nation. I saw her speak there, and most of her speech was dedicated to it, and people were, like, fainting in the audience. Oh, my, like the Messiah had arrived. You'd think that it was the return of Christ. Well, I don't think he was treated as well. <laughs> but uh, And I yeah. have a feeling, yeah, they were. he wasn't exactly being wined and dined. And he wasn't exactly getting three seventy-five grand from Harvard to uh, teach one class either. You know, absolutely. I mean, this is, um, you know, she's there with with people like, you know, hosannas and 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 bowing and surrounding her like bees surround uh, you know the queen bee in a in a, in, a, in a hive. I mean, it was really quite a spectacle. Well, you can fool. Some I don't of the get it. I mean. You know, I actually hope that she, in a way, does become the Democratic nominee because she's going to be. It'll be worse than McGovern. I mean, once once the American people start to see what she's about, and by the way, I've been. It's been suggested to me by a few people that I I write a quick book about her and and get it out there. I don't know. My wife seems to be against it. <laughs> we do live in Massachusetts, but um, once they see it, she's going to go down in flames. So maybe we should hope that she does. Okay, we'll be right back. Okay, so you own a business and cash is tight. So what do you do when you need funds? Go to a bank? (laughs) Yeah, right. Waste a lot of time, send tons of paperwork, only to find out you need to personally guarantee your home, firstborn, and everything in between. Or you can just call the Business Funding Group. Yeah, it's fast and simple, with a 95% approval rate and cash for any business purpose. Equipment, inventory, expansion, cash flow, payroll. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-684-5434. That's 1-800-684-5434. When you call, you'll find out how to quickly and easily easily get the cash you need up to one million dollars with no collateral no app or upfront fees and your credit rating is not a factor plus approvals in 12 hours and funds in two to three days call the business funding group at 1-800-684-5434 that's 1-800-684-5434 this is by far the fastest and best business loan you can possibly get call 1-800-684-5434 now Owning and caring for a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen, whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Today in America, people wake up worrying about their job and paying their bills, and that stinks. People in third world countries wake up worrying if their children will have anything to eat, and that stinks even worse. There's a way to help solve both of those problems. Get on the Internet and go to usagoodness.com and find out how you can be a social entrepreneur. 
Hi. How in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby. And for years, I have been helping people work from home. With USAGoodness.com, you can earn extra money working from home by helping to feed starving children in poverty-stricken areas. How great is that? The only tools you'll need are a telephone, internet access, and a good work ethic. We'll teach you how to be a social entrepreneur and earn extra money while helping others. Go to usagoodness.com or call 800-301-6177. 800-301-6177. Hi, I'm Joan London, and if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for what she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, call a place for mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Michael Shaw is my guest. Uh, Michael, we're talking about Elizabeth Warren and um, the fact that the uh, the left is uh, just, you know, jumping onto her bandwagon as, as possible presidential uh, material. Um, I, I would think that if she were nominated, it would be worse than George McGovern. It would be worse than Michael Dukakis. You know, there would be. Um, yeah, I just kind of believe that the American people would, would would go along with it. Although, hey, you know, they went along with Obama twice, so I suppose you never know. It's very dangerous. I I don't know that it's the same climate. I mean, there there's so much fashionalism. Uh, I I suspect that there are uh, there are liberals that just aren't going to want to hear anything bad about her. There are women that are going to accuse you of being anti-woman. And, um, why bother thinking when you can just go along with the preset program? It's, it's, it's kind of sad, but uh, this is the way it's been headed for, for a long time, I'm afraid. And the reliance on experts, which are these frauds in the media and so on and so forth, I'm not sure that she would lose like McGovern. In fact, I'm not at all sure she would lose unless... The candidate on the other side was willing to attack her, and of course they wouldn't be because that uh, that wouldn't satisfy the markets of Queensbury rules or something. Um, I yeah, think no, that, I think you're quite right. She would be very. It would, it, it's very. It's very conceivable. God forbid that she could end up president. I mean, it, with all look at. I mean, there have been presidents who have had bigger scandals in their past than her. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, this is. Um, you know, and it all gets, you know, you talk about Franklin Roosevelt. I mean, it all gets swept under the rug. Um, very convenient. Look at Obama. He spent, I mean, apparently Obama is very cheap when it comes to spending his own money. Right. But he shelled out 
$200,000 to lawyers to make sure that all of his past, or most of his past was suppressed, was put under lock and key, including his birth certificate, his college transcripts at both Harvard and at Columbia and at Occidental. I mean, we don't know anything about him, and, and yet he got away with it. I mean, he was there, you know, announcing his candidacy in the parlor of Bill Ayers, who was about a, a terrorist that's equal to Timothy McVeigh. He should have been executed, bombing federal buildings after all. Said he's tenured at um, University of Illinois. Well, see. It, uh, it, and yet, you know, he was elected. This this comes down to the, the breakdown of communications again, that if Warren is confronted as some sort of campaign event, her answer will be, look, we've been through that many times before, and I've addressed that. And Right, that's uh, what she says now, which she's not. Yeah, and of course... Yeah, I mean, it's no, just a stonewall. It, it hasn't been addressed. No one's going to want to address it. Um, and you can suppress this. I mean, a, a recent thing which I wrote about was this situation over at that Hopkins Satellite Clinic in East Baltimore, where this OB-GYN... Mm-hmm doctor was taking all these images of the patients, right? Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if you followed that story, but it was a huge settlement, yeah, $190 million, which was the largest settlement wow. in history involving a single physician. Now, the question was posed, and there's a, there's a point to all this, that why in the world do they settle for such a huge amount? And the reason is that once you settle, there's no more discovery, you see. And I found out through some inside mm-hmm. sources that the reason they wanted to settle so fast is they knew what was going on and didn't do anything about it. Uh, perhaps they were afraid to go after this guy because he was a black doctor. Who knows? But once right. you can legally uh, uh, squelch the dissemination of this information, then, again, you're controlling the conversation. People are gullible. They believe what they want to believe. And... Uh, you're going to be marginalized as being a tinfoil hat guy, and and this is this is kind of what what happens. I mean, it's it's not very encouraging. No, I mean, it's a, I think you've you've laid it out exactly as it is, and yeah, she's a real uh, a real national threat, given the fact that I mean, she's got the powers that be, the media, certainly, and maybe in the same way Obama did. Um, you know, watching her back. You know, they're going to. Um, there's going to be the puff pieces. There's going to be the idol worship. Yeah. You're going to see pictures of her with her face up close on covers of magazine where you don't see anything but her face. Right. You know, they do this thing. It's like what they did with Stalin or Mao Zedong. I mean, you never see a conservative portrayed like that ever. I mean, Obama was on the cover of Time magazine, I think, over 50 times yeah, during um, both of his elections. And, and this it kind is. Of idolatry it's hero it. worship. I mean, they worship... Yeah. That's a big part of the left. You know, I had this argument with my former co-host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and uh, he didn't like this. But the fact is that the left, a big component of leftism is this worship of the leader, the dear leader. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in anything objective in terms of reality. So they have to prop up this this, uh, cult worship. So you have the people like Stalin and Hitler and other leftists. All right, we'll be right back. Heard of the KISS system, K-I-S-S. Keep it super simple. 
Hi, how in the world are you anyway? This is Andy Willoughby presenting the Simple 3-Step Plan Home Business System. I really think that the main reason the 3-Step Plan has been able to help so many people build a business working from home is because of its simplicity. If you have a telephone, internet access, and some good old stick to you can make more money working from home. For information, go to 3-Step USA or call 800 800- 480-2102. Our turnkey system will give you everything you need to be successful. Many three-step plan members are now in the top 2% of income earners in the nation, and they did it working from home. If you want a better financial future and think you might appreciate the freedom of working from home, we invite you to check out the three-step plan. Go to 3-Step USA or call 800-480-2102. Hi, I'm Joan London, and if you're worried about your parent or a loved one living alone like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call A Place for Mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. They had obviously researched every place, not just given me names. They found me a place for which she could afford, and it was magnificent. We're now... Very confident that she's safe, and they just helped every step of the way, and I can't thank them enough. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, call A Place for Mom. This is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. If you're struggling to find reliable senior living information for your mom or dad, then call or go online to get the free help you need during this turbulent time. Call now, 800-469-7591, Taking back America one listener at a time. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Michael D. Shaw is my guest. And uh, Michael, we're talking politics here and how the left uh, succeeds in this country. I mean, they've got they've got the uh, media culture behind their back, and they media, most media will admit this, particularly the New York Times. And, uh, and that's how Obama has been able to get by. I mean, look, Obama's finally falling in the polls in spite of the fact that he's had six years of pro-Obama media that's unprecedented. I mean, it took the media three years of viciously attacking George W. Bush for him to fall in the polls. But yet with Obama, he is falling, but it's in spite of the continued puff piece treatment that he's getting and continues to get. So they've got an enormous influence in this country still. They can create and craft the way we see things, both by promoting certain things and omitting others. And when it comes to promoting, the left is famous for creating these cult figures that people can worship. That's what Obama's all about. He's a cult figure. Um, I don't know if they're going to get away with it now. I think that the the, the – uh, you know, he's been tarnished. I don't think he has that that cult image any longer. And I don't see anyone coming down the pike on the Democrat side that, that can in any way emulate it. And I don't think Elizabeth Warren has the qualities that they're looking for. They don't know her yet, but when they get to know her as a person, she is about as dull as you can get. She is insipid. She's, I mean, have you ever heard her speak? It's you. You need to have toothpicks. Hold your eyes open. It is such a, a, a awful display of, and it's, she's so poisonous in person. 
I met her once. So actually, at my my eye doctor's, <laughs> she oh, really? was. I look over. I'm sitting there minding my own business. I look over. There's Elizabeth Warren, and I just thought, yeah, I kept quiet. I was, yeah, I, you know, she kind of knows who yeah, I am because of some of the articles I've written. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> So, but I got a chance to observe her firsthand, and she is obnoxious. Yeah. Oh my God. I and I just think that she's not going to be as a person. I mean, Obama, as a person, Obama is very good. He's slick. Well, Obama has he comes some across charisma, he's got a, and she doesn't. Yeah. And and I mean, to some extent, I mean, she's a lot worse even than Hillary, who has very little charisma. But Obama, right. given that, he was carefully crafted as being a somewhat charismatic figure, and he puffed it up in the media. And then, of course, the emperor's new clothes phenomenon finally comes to play, but it's been a good number of years. Uh, That's the, right. You know, you, but you, I don't you, think they're going to pull that off with her. She can't be dressed up like that. In yeah. Massachusetts, sure. But outside of the state, I don't think that, that scam is going to fly. Well, I certainly hope you're, you're, you're right. Uh, she's gotten <laughs> way too far as it is. But... But yeah. we've, you know, we've we've seen this thing, and and you talk about idolatry, and uh, the fact that it's it could only really exist in an atheistic kind of culture, and you know, to some extent, the idolatry. This goes back over to the junk science thing that that you you create these mythic figures uh, within the world of, of science, and sometimes there's nothing to that, but they become so big that. Are you questioning fill in the blank? And then, well, yeah, I am actually. And it's yeah. the same sort of thing that that it's it's such an easier way to deal with the world when you have this list of preconceived notions and heroes and positions you're supposed to take, uh, rather than think about anything. So, uh, given the the incredible number of diversions that people could have. Uh, maybe this is what occurs, but on the other hand, given the media culture, if something bad comes out about Obama or Liz Warren or Hillary Clinton, whatever it is, then that's going to be a tipping point in itself. Suddenly it takes on a life of its own, and a guy like Shinseki, who was just completely incompetent buffoon, it, it just it just yeah. completely gathered up such momentum uh, that he he had to be let go. What's going on over there answer. at the VA now? I mean, I mean, I know they they chopped off the head of the snake, but what? I mean, I don't see. I, it has there been any positive change? Probably not. A Truth Talk defender, Chuck Morse is someone you really do want to know. Chuck hosts the radio talk show Chuck Morse Speaks, which is nationally syndicated.
most of us have pondered about the one universal question. Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law, this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, Proof of God in Heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via His universal laws, and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. For a home comes with a lot of to-dos. Fix the AC, build a deck, remodel the kitchen... Whatever your home improvement need, HomeAdvisor can help you find a pro you can trust to get the job done right. Go to rebuild.homeadvisor.com for instant access to top-rated pros in your area, including electricians, handymen, remodelers, whatever type of home pro you need. HomeAdvisor is absolutely free to use. At HomeAdvisor, you don't have to search through a long list of pros. With just a few clicks, HomeAdvisor matches you with pros who provide the exact services you need. You can read customer reviews of the pros, even use the cost guide to find out what hundreds of other home projects cost in your area. Because HomeAdvisor knows it's important to find a pro you can trust in your home, they conduct background checks on their service professionals. It's just one of the reasons more than 25 million homeowners have used HomeAdvisor. Go to rebuildhomeadvisor.com to find the right pro for your project. That's rebuild.homeadvisor.com. Chuck Morse speaks. Thank you very much. Michael D. Shaw is my guest. Michael, we're talking at this point politics. We've talked about junk science in the first hour. You being uh, an, a writer with uh, junkscience.com. Uh, we talked about the uh, the war against the state of Israel, and we put it, I put it in the context of a, a war against uh, Western civilization, and I think right. that's bearing out by the, the coloration of some of the, the anti-Israel protests um, around the world, which are also anti-Western and which are certainly anti-Semitic and pro-Islamist. And then we've gone on to a pretty extensive talk about American politics, including an examination of, of the, um, the career of Elizabeth Warren. Um, you know, and, and, and an overall talk about the... Um, what the left is going to do um, in this coming election. Um, what do you see, uh, because I don't see any, any great hero, any great savior riding in on a white horse. You know, Obama, I think, was a one-time thing. I think that was a trick that was successfully foisted. The fact that he was black was a great selling point. Americans wanted to have an African-American president. I think we would have been better off with Herman Cain or even Alan Keyes. Um, the, this uh, this doctor um, uh, Ben uh, Carson is an interesting figure that's uh, being touted by many conservatives now, and uh, these are people of great substance and who embrace uh, values that we agree with. But nevertheless, he was they were able to pull it off, and I just don't see it happening again. 
I don't think there's anyone in the wings, and I don't think Elizabeth Warren is going to fit the bill. Once people get to see her and know her and, and see what an insipid individual she is, she doesn't have that kind of charisma. She doesn't have the personality, let alone her very highly questionable background, that, that she's going to be able to, to fit that bill. So what do you think is going to happen? Who do you see? Do you see anyone coming up? I think that it's, it's, it's going to be somebody that really isn't even on the, the radar screen now. I'm, I'm sure if you go through the news and find some obscure figure, but the fact that the, the Clintons are still active after all these years is going to be a turnoff uh, because there are a whole lot of people who were very young or not even born during that era. And uh, I don't think that Hillary Clinton has nearly the uh, gravitas and recognition that she seems to think. No, I, I agree. I, I don't think I think she's going to falter. All right, we're going to be right back. We've got another break here. Michael Shaw is my guest. Most of us have pondered about the one universal question: Is there a God? And if there is, is there any absolute proof? It is for that exact reason why my good friend Sam Sorbo and I, Marius Forte, have written our book, The Answer: Proof of God in Heaven. In essence, the answers in our book are surprisingly simple as they're true. Just as light will eliminate darkness, so does the law, which in Greek is called cosmos, eliminate the possibility of chance. Therefore, chance had no part in the creation of the law of this cosmos. And so the only other possibility is that the law was created by a creator that we call God. The answer, proof of God in heaven, is probably one of the most powerful books that truly proves the existence of God via his universal laws and with it that of an eternal soul and everlasting life. Please find our book, The Answer, Proof of God in Heaven, now on Amazon.com or at our website, theanswer-book.com. Chuck Morse Speaks. Thank you very much. From the back, Michael G. Shaw is my guest. Michael, I think that, um, you know, this maybe is wishful thinking on my part, but I don't think that the left is going to be able to pull off another Obama. Uh, Obama was invited as the keynote speaker in 2004 for John Kerry's nomination, which, of course, was his introduction uh, in the same way that Clinton was the keynote speaker, I believe, at the um, Dukakis uh, nomination in 1988. And that was his introduction. After that, there was a special election in... um, Illinois for U.S. Senate because the, the, the senator had been convicted of corruption. And uh, Obama ran against Alan Keyes and won. The day after he won, he started running for president, and he was right. groomed for president. The fact that he was black was helpful. The fact that he was articulate was helpful. He was um, he had star quality, um, and they created this person out of nowhere. I mean, in 2003, he was fixing parking tickets in Chicago. He was a, no, a non-entity. In, in terms of public identification. And and he was the perfect candidate for that because he was a tabula rasa. There's nothing known about him, and, he, and we could fill in whatever we wanted to. And the result was that he actually was able to appeal to moderates and even conservatives who thought he was more conservative than John McCain and uh, because no one knew, knew anything. I mean, there was very little known. It was all sort of this gauzy idea. And the result was a sort of a perfect storm. I think they were able to pull it off, plus the... The, the vilification that George Bush underwent was unprecedented. I mean, the amount of hatred yeah. that was thrown at him and Dick Cheney and the rest. And I don't see that happening now. I mean, 
They're waiting to see who the Republicans are going to nominate so they can start throwing garbage at them. Um, but I don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off, either in that sense or in the sense of finding another Obama to groom. I mean, if they are, if they do have someone like that, then they probably would be at it now, and I don't see anyone coming up other than Elizabeth Warren. Yeah, well, they're they're as you said, they're they're, they're going to try it with with Liz Warren. I mean, certainly other names that have been mentioned include Martin O'Malley uh, from Maryland, who uh, uh, is not particularly he doesn't have any national name. Uh, Bill I don't Richardson. think he has any name recognition. No, no. I mean, he's uh, he's it, it, all these people that I could mention. Uh, have some have some serious issues, uh, and I, I I think they're they are going to try to pull off another quote Obama in the sense that let's find a guy who's photogenic, uh, suppress anything bad about him, and create this this false narrative that may possibly be with a Hispanic this time, uh, maybe Via Garosa, uh, the mayor of L.A. Uh, Who's not the brightest bulb in the box, uh, by the way, and right. it, they're they're, they're going to have a harder time of it because that playbook has been exposed. It's been done, and they haven't started yet. You know, it's yeah. sort of late. It's getting late in the day. You know, you don't. We we haven't seen the great cover stories with a close up of their face. You know, with the with the with the great images. I mean, Obama had that whole business with the the postage stamp by uh, the artist. Uh, uh, what was his name? Um, you know the one with the um, the unity pictures and, and all of that. They haven't done anything like that. There's Shepherd Fairy. There hasn't right. been anything like that. There's none of that kind of treatment. I mean, and I think it's getting a little late in the day to pull it off. It, it starts. It sort of loses a its cachet the longer they wait. It it looks more and more transparent to more and more people. I I certainly hope that you're right. Uh, it was a once in a lifetime thing, and and to to some extent. You can draw the FDR analogy, because had there not been a war at the time, uh, he, he wouldn't have been, uh, I'm pretty confident, he wouldn't have been reelected so many times. Uh, but well, but sure. It, yeah. it, was, it was a combination of coming off the Great Depression and the war and, and, and all this, this stuff that, that, that kept this thing going, kept the train going. Um, and you, you notice that Obama's shelf life, even among his biggest defenders, has 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 pretty much expired. Uh, so it's, it's right. hard enough to get that second term these days. And with the constant media cycle, and maybe a lot of these young supposed liberals out of work, things may change. I mean, that's that's my hope. People may even find religion. Well, they were out of work. They were out of work in 2012. I remember Paul Ryan really nailed it during the nomination when he said that. Um, we have a situation where you've got college graduates sitting in the bedroom of their parents' house looking at the wall and looking at pictures of Shrey Guevara unemployed and with big college loans. Of course, Elizabeth Warren's promising to pay off all those loans, but that's yeah. another story. Um, you know, that's hard to beat. But but I, I don't know. I mean, they still voted for him. They still went out, and you know, and he got that vote. Well, these are toe-tag Democrats, and, of course, there was – there was fraud and everything else, and how can you vote Although against that right. guy? Uh, I mean, I, I know that there were districts in some cities where Obama got ninety nine percent of the vote. I think in a couple he even got one hundred and two percent, if that's yeah, possible. Yeah, it, there was there I was mean, obvious uh, so, fraud, yeah, there was, but 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 then you uh, you can't go after it. Okay, we'll be that's right. We'll be right back. 
day, most people are more likely to get a pay cut than a cost of living raise. But I have good news for you. You can build your own golden parachute. Hi, how in the world are you anyway? I'm Andy Willoughby, and I think you'll find that the three-step plan home business system is a great solution to money worries. With a three-step plan home business, you can add to your income in your spare time. Many build their businesses into a full-time income that earns more than a regular job. That's a pretty good financial backup plan, don't you think? After all these years of hearing about us, you know that we have helped a lot of people earn extra money We could help you, too. The three-step plan home business system is better than a parachute because we'll never leave you out there hanging. We'll train you and show you how to use the telephone and email to make money from home. Don't just worry about money. Do something about it. To find out how you could start making more money working from home, go to 3stepusa.com or call 800-480-2102. You'll want to listen when Chuck Moore speaks on the Information Radio Network. Thank you very much, and um, Michael D. Shaw is my guest. We're talking politics. Michael, I think that um, the uh, the midterm elections, which is less than three months away, well, it's, yeah, it's three months away, a little over three months away, is going to be pivotal. And I think that if the Republicans take back the U.S. Senate, and there's a very good chance they will. The Wall Street Journal has a good article today showing a breakdown of those races, and it shows that um, Republicans very well could eke out a, um, a victory in, um, in, that, in those races in the U.S. Senate. Unfortunately, my good friend Scott Brown is not doing all that well in New Hampshire against Jean Shaheen, who is the incumbent, and she's a pretty crafty Democratic politician. But nevertheless, nationally, the uh, the Wall Street Journal breaks it down to show that um, the, uh, the the Democrats and uh, the Republicans are making gains, and that they stand a very good chance of taking back the Senate. And if they do that, and they uh, they control both houses of Congress, and maybe pick up a few governor's seats, then Obama is really going to be a lame duck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is certainly the scenario that that uh, we're we're hoping for. It's. I think that there's enough negativity about these policies, and certainly this immigration thing. I mean, there, there are people who are not very happy about that, that uh, it, it can't help but have some uh, negative effect toward the, the Democrats. So uh, mm-hmm. maybe they just tried pushing too hard, and it's, and it's pushback time. The, the pendulum, as they say, yeah. s- swings back. But uh, you know, this business the, of um, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say in the in the meantime. I mean, your, your commentary is very interesting here because we go from uh, from junk science and and that sort of ideology to political ideology, and I guess it's right. it's all kind of related, isn't it? Oh yeah, I mean it's uh, you know we're talking about. But when you get down to it, marketing <laughs> and truth in advertising, basically, and who gets to control the big, who controls the big uh, agencies that, that that create these uh, these advertising uh, ideas. And I think that uh, there is a breaking through by certain events, as you say, that are going on in the world and in this country. The immigration thing here, uh, the war against Israel and against. Uh, Israel and against uh,
pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-818-5715. Lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-818-5715. 5715. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800-818-5715. 800-818-5715.